More students are facing a new requirement to graduate from high school, learning to balance their checkbooks. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here with the story. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Joe Perry, Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer for the National Council on Economic Education, and his organization is an advocate for improving financial literacy trends for students. First off, how bad is the situation right now in terms of financial literacy for those young people who are coming out of high school? Well, I think it's fair to say that the level of literacy is not very high, unfortunately. Um, a number of surveys show that basically we're not much better than about a 50% number knowledge level in terms of what students really need to know on the basics of financial literacy. And we're talking about things like balancing a checkbook and what else? Understanding savings and investing, compound interest, being able to evaluate between different types of options in financial services, the home mortgage. Today there are any number of options for individuals. 401k plans have in many cases replaced the traditional pension plan. While the 401ks can be very good, they do carry with them additional choices and decisions that have to be made by individuals. All of these kinds of decisions have tremendous impact on an individual's or family's long-term financial situation and making the wrong decisions early on can really cause problems down the road. So that's really why people need to start early. They need to start when they're in school to get this kind of knowledge. How many states have high school programs in place to improve financial literacy? As of the data we had two years ago, seven states required a high school course or a course with financial education content in it. And we know that there have been at least two others uh, that have been added to date. So that's at least nine right now that have a specific course requirement. Now, these course requirements, those are not electives, but those are required for graduation, right? They would be required for graduation. That is correct. I can hear some critics out there asking, what other subjects lose class time when the subject of personal finance is added to the curriculum? Well, that's a very good question, and indeed, that's part of the challenge that those of us who are promoting financial and economic literacy face. We think that there are a fair amount of class periods, especially at the senior year in high school, where kids either have you know free study periods or taking some other programs, that this could certainly fit into the curriculum without really you know, taking away from other subjects. Another way to do this would be to think about ways to teach this course content in the context of perhaps some other subject areas. Class time, is that the biggest obstacle in getting this into more schools? I think it is. I think just general awareness that financial literacy is an important skill for students to have is making its way, in a sense, around the country, that people are getting that understanding. I think we still have ways to go to promote this and to make sure and to show evidence why it's important that schools offer these programs. If a school is not offering a program, what can parents do to help their young people along? Well, there are a number of resources that are available for parents to use with their kids, websites and printed materials and so forth. I don't think that that is a replacement for having the material in the classroom. We think it's very important that this be part of the curriculum. So if parents are a believer in this and would like to see this happen in their school district or in their state, what would your advice to them be? Well, I think the best advice we would have for parents and the general public would be to write to their state legislatures, the governor's office in their state, 
the State Department of Education or the Superintendent of Public Instruction, whatever situation or setup they have in their own state, but bring the awareness to those individuals. They're the folks that have the levers of power, so to speak, make these kinds of decisions about what gets taught and what gets required in the schools. And we really would urge that kind of advocacy be done on a grassroots basis. And you at the National Council on Economic Education have some information on your website, correct? That is correct. If you go to ncee.net, we've got lots of information how to be an advocate for financial literacy and economic education and also quite a few different kinds of program offerings, including a few that would be appropriate for parents to use with their kids. Joe Perry, Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer for the National Council on Economic Education. Thanks again for being with us on InfoTrack today. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that wraps up another week of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at TalkZone.com. Our InfoTrack team of reporters includes Taryn McCall, Roy Mackey, and Jim Anthony. Executive producer, Randy Meyer. Internet services provided by Pear.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week right here on InfoTrack.